Hello and welcome to my podcast. I'm Sades and I'm here to walk you through the many escapades of my life. I believe everyone has a story to share and that every story is worth telling, which is why I made this podcast. I want to thank you for listening and I hope you enjoy. Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode. Today is going to be a really heavy episode, and I'm honestly already tearing up. Um, It's going to be really emotional, but I just really wanted to share my story about my dog, Angel, who was 16 years old and passed away in 2020. Um, like I said, this is going to be really hard for me because I had Angel her entire life. Um, when, so the story of how I got her is my mom had brought me over to one of her co-workers' houses and they had a bunch of Cocker Spaniel puppies and my mom was like, pick one out that you would want to be around a lot because then my friend will keep that one and you'll be able to visit with it and stuff so I had no idea that this dog was going to be mine but I did want to pick out a dog that best fit with me and I was in second grade okay so this is a really long time ago and I've talked about it before I do not have a good memory But I do remember, at least have pictures as reminders of all the dogs and me. Hold on. My sister's trying to get on my lap. And me picking one out. So then, um, so fast forward to when I got her, the day I got her, um, my dad was, had the video camera out and I was flipping my retainer. (laughs) which I would always get yelled at for. And I was watching TV and I was like, why are you recording me? And um, then my mom had come on, come in with my brother and they had Angel. Well, I named her Angel, but I got, oh my God, I'm getting really emotional, guys. Okay. This dog was my everything. We would watch TV together, nap together. I did everything with this dog. She was my baby, my daughter, for years and years and years and years. And she was my family. And if you ask anybody in my life, like, who my soulmate and, like, most important thing in my life, it was always Angel. She was always my number one. She was my constant like friend and support and comfort and love and dogs are the fucking best and they are going to love you unconditionally no matter what so everything throughout my life 
she was always there and when I felt like absolute shit nothing would make me feel better than just holding my dog in my arms and so we did everything together um when I moved out when I was in um, my senior year of high school it was really hard for me to be away from her because I lived with Trevor at his parents and there were already so many people and dogs at the house um we couldn't have her there so that was like the hardest year to be apart from her I would go and visit her and pick her up and do things with her but it was really hard because she was mine and I just felt so guilty all the time not living with her and she even tried to run away once and like scratched her eye um which I feel like she was trying to come to me and it's just really hard like I got my senior pictures taken with my dog uh I took pictures of her every single day she made little pig noises she would snore in her sleep she was just a curly like ball of love and I cannot even describe how much she meant to me. I mean, that is kind of rounding off and definitely not everything that she meant to me, but that's most of it. And Um, she's had a lot of health problems over the years. She had a cherry eye, and it's really common in Cocker Spaniels, but essentially... um, she would get them when she was younger and we were able to like push them back but this one eventually stayed and I know there was like a surgery that you could get it fixed but I just remember like being told she could die if she had the surgery which I definitely wasn't willing to risk I don't know if that was even true or not but that's what my parents told me and I'm sure it was very expensive and it was she had it when I wasn't even working yet is when she first got it so um she lived that with her whole life it didn't really seem to bother her too much but then she had trouble with her eye not producing enough or not being like wet enough um she had a lot of like other issues that she bounced back from um when she did live with me and Trevor we went through a lot of health battles and scares and poured so much money into her but it was absolutely worth it because she was my baby and I would do anything to keep her alive for as long as possible um and even so through all these like scary times I would remind not remind myself but just kind of remember that she isn't going to be around forever and I had breakdown crying probably like for six years uh, maybe longer knowing that she wasn't gonna live my entire life and Just knowing how deeply connected and close to her and how much she meant to me and how much I loved her and she loved me, it just 
scared me, scared the fuck out of me, knowing that she wasn't going to be there forever. And I'm sure a lot of people feel this with their pets. And it's just hard when, especially if you grew up with this animal and they just become such a large part of your life, it's it's very scary to think about that it's not going to be forever. And you don't try to dwell on it. Like, all these scares, I'm like... I know she's gonna make it she's strong she's been through a lot she can do this there have been like miracles that she's gotten over and stuff has just like magically happened for her because she was such a fighter and with how old she was um about two years before she passed I just knew like 14's old for a dog okay and I was like I need to get professional pictures with her done because you know I started to see her overall health deteriorate she didn't really play with toys anymore um and that was for a while I mean which is kind of common in old age like they don't want to move as much they just sleep all the time but she still had a quality of life and we would still go on walks and stuff and so I got some professional pictures with her done which I am so happy that I did and I love these pictures of us I'm looking at them right now they're still our computer background for and I don't know if I'll ever be able to change it because I just it's so sweet but then, um, after I got engaged to my husband and everything, um, I just knew that I wanted her to be at my wedding. And I wasn't going to do anything to compromise that. She means so much to me. And I, I said she was my family and she was my baby and everything and I knew I needed her to be a part of it so I knew I wanted it to be done sooner rather than later I mean I didn't have a problem with having any sort of long engagement but I just really knew that I needed her to be there so I could tell pretty much once we moved to our new place in February of 2020 and even like when we came back from Florida from getting married that something was off and as like a dog mom you can kind of tell these things sometimes but I just knew that we were coming towards an end and so I worried a lot right when we got our new place actually I got a camera so I could keep an eye on her um she usually would just sleep all day and go back and forth from like her bed to just we would lay blankets in the hallway for her because she wouldn't really jump up on the couch or bed by herself and she really didn't like to be held anymore either I think just being old and 
not feeling like 100% and she would just like pant a lot and I don't know I could just tell and so I actually asked my family my brother and my mom and dad to watch her while Trevor and I were both at work and when we both worked it would be um second shift when we both worked second shift I didn't want her to be alone for eight hours I knew she could handle it like bathroom wise because she was just really just sleeping all the time but I just had I felt more comfortable with them being here because something happened to her and I came home and she was all alone I would never forgive myself and so they would do that every week for me and it really meant a lot to me that they I mean they knew how much she meant to me and that I needed that like to be okay I mean so even like she's dealt with like limping from her legs she had to get like be put under anesthesia to get um, like liquid to see if it was anything and uh, like having to leave her there was very difficult for me and it wasn't even like a full 24 hours she had like I said had issues with her eyes they've been infected and her ears are were permanently infected and Trevor would have to clean them out and put drops in them alternating all the time um, because when I wasn't living with her she had an infection and she was not given the proper care and so leaving it on a ton of just it became a permanent thing so that was something we we're dealing with really for a really long time but so it was before um she passed we did find out that she had a tumor and it was on her leg and it grew and essentially because she was already 16 um I don't think she could have handled the treatment and she seemed okay enough to wear once we found out about the tumor that we were just gonna keep a close eye on her to make sure that her quality of life was still good um she grew another tumor next to her other one and she would need anesthesia anesthesia to get tested and she wasn't limping or seeming like she was in pain um she had already been slowing down and sleeping really hard all day and so I just really wanted to make her as comfortable and happy for as long as possible Ooh, and then In, towards the end of July, um, something was just really not right. Um, she was pacing and panting a lot, which is signs for discomfort. Um, in case she was hot, because it was summer, I put a cooling bandana on her. I gave her a gabapentin, 100 milligrams for pain and anxiety. And she finally laid down after a while 
Um, I woke up in the middle of the night and saw that she had pooped several times in the house and she started walking into things like her vision was off or that she didn't know where like she was disoriented and we were told to bring her to the emergency vet um it was around then that we kind of had to decide what to do because I didn't want her to be suffering and she seemed really miserable and it kind of happened really fast that I mean like slowly over time she was getting you know not this bad like this was really bad and I was like I kind of knew that with her walking into things and just like constantly pacing and panting that something was really wrong. I remember we were at um, the emergency vet for hours and watched the All Stars 5 finale in the car waiting. It was really hard because of COVID we couldn't go inside with her and she was in there by herself um and that hurts a lot because you can't be there with them i wanted to hold her hand and ah. eventually the emergency vet came out and said that angel had most likely a brain tumor or intracranial disease and that there was nothing that they could do about it. The vet explained to me that with her quality of life at that point that she recommended euthanasia. Um, I did not want to do it that day because I knew I needed a day or two to fully be with her and just soak up as much time with her as humanly possible and whew, we ultimately had to make the decision of when and where and you could do it in the vet I don't know if you could be a part of it I don't remember um with COVID I don't know if you could be in there with them or not and I just I could not not be with her for that and ultimately we decided to do at home euthanasia which the service we did was it was, it was really like meaningful and uh, I'm not going to go there quite yet because I want to talk about our last few days together. So, um, that night we set out a blanket fort in the living room. We put out like tons and tons of layers of blankets and so we could sleep on the floor with her. She wouldn't want to sleep on the bed or the couch and pretty much, I mean, she really didn't even like to be laid next to, but 
I just laid to her as close as possible. I pretty much followed her from blanket to blanket wherever she laid. We had them laid out in the bedroom, in the hallway, in the living room. There were the bunch. Um, and I just laid with her as much as possible. I mean, we were even at the point where she wasn't eating hard food because her teeth couldn't handle it so she's already eating soft food the next morning uh, we gave her some my fake baking for breakfast and then um, as you know I'm very big into photography and a big part of that is so I can hold on to memories forever and I wanted to take pictures and have one last photo shoot with her and we just did it like behind our apartments on a little pathway but this is like the first time I did like an actual photo shoot with my DSLR camera and it meant a lot to me because I hold these pictures like very near and dear to my heart I look at them pretty much every day and just really mean a lot to me. Um, we all had ice cream and I would always sing Halo by Beyonce to her because she's my angel and my saving grace and if you listen to the lyrics whew, I sing and dance with her to the song and I broke Trevor down. I started crying really hard. Um, yeah. Um, so something else that I would do sometimes uh, whenever I got, not every time, but when I would get Taco Bell sometimes I would get a cheese roll up and give some to Angel or just give her like parts of the tortilla but this time we gave her like several uh, cheese roll ups and let her eat them all and she loved it and then we watched Lady in the Tramp and one and two on the floor and then the morning of her passing I I would always share my pop-tart crust with her I every single time that I made it I would give it to her and she could smell it and tell when I had made it and the day of she got her own all of the pop tart not just the crust and she was really happy um, my mom came over for a little bit to say goodbye to her we gave her a cup of whipped cream and I keep having to pause because I'm gonna cry um, a cupcake 
that had blue frosting and it got all over her <laughs> and even when she got her paw print taken by the vet who had come over um there was some blue on it from the cupcake who <laughs> i did not know if i was emotionally ready for this it's very hard but i wanted to share it because i know i know i'm not the only one that has gone through this and i just want to share the special things that we did before she passed away and how we made it as special for her as possible um i made her whole life super special and always gave her all of my everything and i always knew when i talked to trevor before this because i would think about her death often and cry and have panic attacks at any time even if she had like blood in her stool or like she was a very anxious dog and i think because dogs can sometimes pick up on their owners like um mannerisms and like I have anxiety so I just felt like we shared that in common but we're always like able to help each other when we were feeling really anxious and I always talk to Trevor and I said I know that whenever she passes I will need a dog right away because I will not be able to handle being alone and not coming home to anything and um I've talked about it with him for years about it um and he understood and I will tell you with how much I was trying to prepare myself there really is nothing to prepare you for the moment so what the vet did is they come to your home and they give the dog pain medication and then they give her the dose of anesthesia that makes her slowly shut down and then you have time to say goodbye privately and we decided to have her cremated and I was going back and forth on whether I wanted her to be buried or cremated and I ultimately decided on cremation because if I had her buried and put in like a pet cemetery or something I was worried if I ever moved out of Wisconsin that I wouldn't be in the same place as her and I just knew that if I had her cremated she could be everywhere with me she could be at home with us all the time and honest to god this experience was the hardest thing that I've ever gone through this dog had given me so much comfort love companionship support and has really been there through everything hard in my life everything good in my life and I have told her how much I loved her <laughs> pretty much like on the hour every single day and I gave her the best life that I possibly could. Like I said, nothing can prepare you for it. Um, 
I felt like the vet came very quickly. She was really nice. Um, she talked us through how it was going to happen. But the moment she got the anesthesia, I felt like my soul leave my body. And I honestly have never been through anything more painful. I remember the second she passed and feeling like I couldn't breathe. I had taken, I'd have um, medicine for anxiety, I for my panic attacks um, that I take only in emergencies and I took one beforehand because I knew I would need it. Um, I didn't want to have a panic attack and after it happened I still felt like I couldn't breathe. I was sobbing and after the vet had taken her away I just kept saying why did I do that? Why did I do that? It wasn't her time. She, sh she could have lasted longer. It wasn't enough time. I shouldn't have done that and I kept saying it that over and over and over and over again um, Trevor was crying um, he was trying to comfort me but was also a wreck and I just went into bed and in the bathroom and then I was like I can't be in this house um or in our apartment. I needed to leave. I couldn't be there. And I also felt like the apartment was really empty and that I needed a dog around. Um, so we didn't like go to the pet store and get a dog or anything. Um, I called my mom and said, I need my brother's dog, Skippy. I need her now. And we went to a park nearby and went for a walk. And this is when, turning point, like I really felt a heavy and deep connection to the sky ever since. The sky was cloudy and the sun was shining um, like through the clouds and it just felt really angelic and like I'm not super religious. I like to believe there's a heaven, but I don't really know. I like to think there is, though, and just really felt like she was, like, looking down on us and wanted us to know that she was there. So that is when, like, I've always felt, I've always loved looking up at the sky and stuff, but it just had a whole other new meaning after this happened. And it also just started, like, being in nature and going on walks and just really sparked that in me, too. And the very next day, Trevor and I looked at dogs because I knew I couldn't have Skippy forever. And with COVID, uh, adopting a dog is takes a lot longer because you have to do the application and there's a lot of applications because so many people were home at the time and so we had saw um 
who is now Maze actually first and she was so cute and I was like I want to apply like right now to this place and how I mean each place is different but you had to fill out an application and you had to go about like meeting the dog and stuff you couldn't put on like a reservation or anything um so it was a couple weeks before we heard anything back but just now Maze was the first dog that we both wanted and we have her now which she'll be on an entire different episode but um I was a wreck for a really long time I had Skippy um, and Trevor and I had so much so much love and support from so many people and people checking out on me and spending time with me so I didn't have to be alone and like I said I really went deep into going on walks I felt like I could not work out and working out was a big part of my life but um actually when I knew something was really wrong and we had to go to the emergency vet was while I was doing a workout and I still don't like to do that one because <laughs> it just reminds me but I couldn't work out for a really long time because I was just so sad and hurt and heartbroken and devastated and just grieving I mean grieving looks different to so many people and so many different things are unique and special to each grieving of each thing or each person or each pet or whatever you're grieving it looks different for everybody so some people might not be able to get a dog for a long time or forever or some might want them like the day after and I knew that getting another dog right away was never ever gonna be replacing Angel nothing and no one and no dog ever could um, that's not to mean that Maze isn't very special and she's an entirely different thing to me. Like, Angel was my childhood. She was me growing up. Like, Maze is the new me and we have our own special, very special bond now. But she was like my first love and like I said, like my first soulmate, so some things that I really leaned into when I was grieving is taking pictures, um, taking pictures of myself, taking pictures of the sky, taking pictures of Skippy, just taking pictures made me feel good, and that's what really started my photography journey, and I'm very thankful for that. She is helping me even beyond like when she's still here on earth and I'm just so grateful for that um I really leaned heavily into movies because they always ended 
happily. So I watched a ton of like Disney movies and just like nice feel good movies. I learned to talk to people when I was sad because I knew I couldn't keep it into myself and that I needed to get it out and that was really helpful for me because that's not something I do often. Um, but I knew that I needed to. Um, I had also gotten a tattoo of Angel a while ago on my arm, and I think that was really helpful too because I feel a part always, like, I can just look down and know, like, she's a part of me, and yeah, like, she's in my heart as well, but it just... I love having a tattoo of her, which just, I can look at whenever I need to. And I miss her every single second of every single day. And I say it all the time, I'll just say, I miss you. Or I'll tell Trevor, like, I miss her so much. Or things like that. So because we got her cremated, I got two um, charms with her ashes blown into the glass. I got to pick out the designs and stuff. Um, one is the red one, which I, if you've seen pictures of me, I wear it every day. My chain just broke a week ago and I have to wait to get a new one. <laughs> but I wear it every day and she's a part of me and around my neck and I just felt like that was something really special and important for me to have. I also got a blue blanket of with her picture on it because she would always lay on the blue blankets around the house and like I said we put it in the hallway and stuff and so I sleep with that every single night. Um, we still have a couple blankets that she slept on that we actually haven't washed and we keep them separate because if I ever feel like I need like her smell or just her then we have those there. I know we have like a little memorial like glass case with stuff in it that is hers so they like had some of her hair and saved it her paw print that they took, uh, her collar, her skunk toy that I bought like eight or ten of because they were her favorite toy and I just wanted her to have infinite amounts because this is when she was still playing but like it was her favorite and if they were dirty or ripped or whatever I just wanted an unlimited supply of them. I have a painting that my mom made of her and um picture of her i just put up like pictures of butterflies on there because that is something that i feel her presence in now since she's passed it that's pretty common for people to feel their loved ones like spirits in other things and mine is for sure butterflies for angel and like i said through the sky so Whenever I see one, I like to think it's her. So, losing my best friend was awful. 
and people really don't talk about grief much and like I said everybody experiences it differently and each loss hits differently it has been over a year since I lost her and I still cannot watch videos of her and I know I will be able to someday but maybe not I have hundreds probably thousands of them because like I said I took so many pictures of her and some pictures I can't even look at without crying um but that's okay because you just need to grieve at your own pace and in your own way and talk to other people about it so you know you aren't suffering alone and you just have to do what you have to do to get some moments of happiness grieving is an entire journey and I'm never not going to be sad that she's gone and I'm never gonna stop missing or loving her but I hope with even more time that the pain is less and you just know I felt so empty right after and time has definitely helped that but like the beginning days there were days I just like did, couldn't get off the couch or out of bed or would just cry all day long and when I knew that I needed to get out and get going for a walk like my dad had come over my brother had come over my friend had come over my cousin like just being outside I'm so grateful that the sun was shining and it was summer because if it was in winter I think it would have been even harder for me but I just really was outside a lot and felt that connection so I'm going to wrap this up but I want to read a poem that I posted shortly after she passed away that I had found online. And this is it. When tomorrow starts without me and I'm not there to see, the sun will rise and find your eyes all filled with tears for me. I know how much you love me as much as I love you. And each time that you think of me, I know you'll miss me too. Whew. So this was a heavy ass episode. <laughs> um, I think it's really important for me to share this. Um, I shared ways that made me feel good. So my favorite show, Drag, like had that pretty much on all the time. Feel good movies. I fucking watched Frankenweenie and it was not too long after and I was like why did I do that and I cried for like an hour because that movie is so sad <laughs> um but just allowing myself to feel to talk about how I feel to let it all out there and I have never talked this much about it but here you go because I know that losing a dog fucking sucks. I know losing an animal is awful. Or even people. Haven't even gotten to that, but... Like I said, this was the hardest thing for me. 
and I still miss her and I still love her just the same. I love her so much and I, sometimes um, like missing her makes me have a knot in my stomach or I feel heartache or I cry or I sob and look at our photos and sometimes I can't look at our photos without it hurting too much and sometimes I just feel numb and sometimes I just think of her and laugh and sometimes I talk about her and sometimes I just keep it inside and I really don't eat pop tarts anymore because it just feels wrong not sharing the crust with her Grieving feels different by the day and it can feel different by the minute and I have loved her since the day that I met her and I will love her forever and nothing will ever take away the experience and like the love and relationship that we had. I wish I could hold her again and I wish I could kiss her and especially when I'm sad I just really miss her a lot because she was that comfort for me and Maze is amazing um, but she's not as calm and just doesn't have that sync with me yet. She is comforting but I it's just not quite the same so with that being said that is mine and angel's story that is my grieving journey um i have an episode that i want to record about how i honored her year death anniversary and also like her birthday and how i made those days special because they are important and I do something special for them. But I will save that for another episode. Um, thank you so much for listening if you've made it this far. Um, thank you for letting me share this with you. This really huge part of my life. Um, and it was an emotional one. But I feel like I got to release a lot of like built up stuff. Because like I said I haven't really talked about all this in a while and yeah so thank you so much for listening I don't want to say I hope you enjoyed this episode but I hope it was helpful for you to feel like you aren't alone um that if you do have to go through this you can always reach out to me and please like talk to people when you are upset or grieving so I will end it there thank you for listening I love you angel and goodbye guys I hope you enjoyed today's episode if you liked it feel free to rate and review on the app subscribe if you want to catch new episodes as they're released I appreciate you tons bye